Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went around to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness. At the sight of the crowds, his heart was moved with pity for them, because they were troubled and abandoned like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Then he summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure every disease and every illness. Jesus sent out these twelve after instructing them thus, Go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, drive out demons. Without cost you have received, without cost you are to give. The Gospel of the Lord. I saw a funny meme the other day that said, everyone makes fun of the Catholic Church until they have a demon in their house. (laughs) Because that's when they call the Catholic Church to help them. But I think that meme says more than it seems to at first sight. How so? Well, I believe people also make fun of demons until they have a demon in their house. In other words, demon possession might not only help you believe in the Catholic Church, it might also help you believe in demons themselves. Sadly, we live in a society that is asleep to the spiritual world. And sometimes it takes a demon to wake us up from our dogmatic slumber. Demon possession is never a good thing, of course, But sometimes it can have some beneficial, even if unintended, consequences. In the Gospel today, Jesus has no doubts about demons and no doubts about the church to which he gives authority to cast out demons. We read from Matthew chapter 10, the great missionary discourse as well as the third luminous mystery called the proclamation of the gospel, which we pray in the rosary every Thursday. Notice what Jesus tells his apostles, his first bishops, to do. As you go, make the proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, drive out demons. It is so significant that Jesus says the kingdom of heaven. Because all these healings, 
physically as well as spiritually, are exactly what being in heaven will feel like, especially driving out demons. In Revelation chapter 12, verses 7 through 9, we hear how St. Michael drove the demons out of heaven. And now the apostles drive out demons because they are bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. Now usually, not a week goes by in which someone does not call the church and ask a priest to come bless their house because people think they have a demon in their house. And what do we do? I send Father Bala. (laughs) Tell him, go check it out and let me know how it goes, okay? But seriously, we do get such calls. And we go and bless people's homes with holy water. In a sense, every house blessing with holy water is a pseudo-baptism of that home. Why? Well, because part of the baptism of a baby includes an exorcism. That occurs when we anoint the baby on the chest with oleo catechumenorum, which is Latin for the oil of the catechumens, which includes a prayer of exorcism. In other words, in every baptism, as well as at every house blessing, we fulfill Jesus' command today to drive out demons. My friends, the commission to drive out demons is not exclusively the task of bishops and priests, but the job of every Christian as well. In other words, every Christian has to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth so that both heaven and earth are filled with angels rather than demons. You know, I tell people that the best way to drive out demons is not simply a sprinkling with holy water and some spiritual words said by a priest, although that is very important. In addition to that, a Christian drives out demons from his or her life by living, by faith, hope, and love, by immersing themselves in the scriptures and the sacraments, by caring for the poor, the sick, the homeless, and the immigrant. That is how we drive out demons, by a life of sacramental faith. You know, I insist with people who just want me to come bless their house to drive out a demon that such a blessing will do no good unless their life is transformed by the gospel. In other words, a demon does not just want to hang out in your house and scare you at night. He wants to hang out in your heart and torment you for eternity in hell. It is not your house he cares about. It is your heart and your eternal destiny he's worried about. If you find all this talk about driving out demons fascinating, at least not making fun of the Catholic Church, then perhaps you will enjoy reading C.S. Lewis' book, The Screwtape Letters, about how a higher-ranking demon gives advice to a lower-ranking demon 
who is actually his nephew. <laughs> Lewis has a brilliant insight about why demons bother us and what they are finally and ultimately after with us. In one letter, Screwtape, the uncle demon, writes about what Satan wants versus what God wants with human beings. He says, we want, meaning we demons want, cattle who can finally become food that we can eat. God wants servants who can finally become sons like him. In other words, Satan and his demons want to consume us, whereas God allows us to consume him in holy communion. And being filled with God and becoming even like God is the only way to drive out demons. Praise to be Jesus Christ.